kicking off a couple weeks before the official start of summer. But it's hot enough outside, so it is summer. More stuff to watch this season. I'm going to provide a couple of suggestions to get into while the world pretends the pandemic was a myth and everybody gets back outside. I'm going to begin with existing shows. At the top of the list, these are in no particular order, but P-Valley Season 2 premiered on June 3rd. Episodes will premiere every Friday on Stars. What we're getting into this season is COVID programming, but light. Or at least the getting over a part of COVID. Kind of where we are now in real life, where people are mask optional. Essentially, when you go out, things are opening back up, mandates lifted, and businesses are, I wouldn't say booming again, but they're just active again. I'm a little ahead this season because the previews, shout out to the... But honestly, I like where it's going so far. Katori Hall is definitely pushing that knife this season. I feel like it was a sleeper show. It's one of those shows that if somebody sees it, then word spread. It's a word of mouth show type of sleeper. Even season one, I don't even remember how I got put onto it. It was definitely word of mouth, but I'm trying to remember the context because, yeah. But anyway, (laughs) I would recommend it if you haven't watched it before. And it's always fun saying Chuckalisa, so yeah. Clearly, it's heavy on the adult theme, so this is your warning. I mean, it's called P-Valley, so you can pretty much assume what the content's going to be. And yeah, next up, Stranger Things, a Netflix original, of course. Season four, act one, premiered on May 27th, which consisted of five episodes. And we're getting act two with the closing four episodes of the season on July 1st. So if you're into supernatural thrillers and series with an 80s type vibe, definitely watch it. It's bingeable if you set aside time for it because some of the episodes are longish, but it's good production. Decent storytelling, nice callbacks, very good cameos as far as like the time, but yeah, especially this season. My fave was there. I'm not even gonna say who it was just to make you go watch it, but if you know, you know. But I can't wait for the second half. This one, it's coming together. I'll say that. And then season five, of course, is going to be the last season. So the kids are growing up and they're doing a flash forward apparently too. So they're going to be in the 90s. That's going to be weird, but good. 90s is a time, obviously. Clearly prime time. Next on the list, Only Murders in the Building. A Hulu original series continues with season two on June 28th and airs on Tuesdays. I feel like this was another sleeper. So... Here's a little bit of background. It's centered around neighbors that live within a building in Manhattan, New York, and they all share a liking for true crime. They decide to create a podcast. I'm not really giving anything away. This is pretty much what it is. They decide to create a true crime podcast based off of an incident that happens within their building. Interesting stuff. So if you're into mysteries and obviously true crime, you'll definitely like this. And come on, Steve Martin, Lena Gomez. And Martin Short, good cast. I want to say every show on this list is a sleeper, but this just has a good storyline. So it's one of those shows that you kind of can't wait to see what happens next. Up next on the list is The Shy. Season five premieres on Sunday, June 26th, if you have Showtime. 
You can watch it early on Friday, June 24th. There's been a lot of shaky drama around this series when it comes to the show in general and even off the show and even the actors. But at its core, I feel like it has a pretty good storyline. It's centered around a cast of characters and life in Chicago. Largely a drama, but has other elements of comedy and situations, I'll say. Yeah. I'm already in it, so I kind of have to stick with it and just see it through. Not by force. It's not like I'm hate watching or anything. It's still pretty interesting enough to see how, even when dealing with the drama with the cast and everything, how they're still able to piece together a storyline and keep it consistent. <laughs> it sounds like I'm questioning myself, but it is interesting, I'll say. It, it's it's pretty funny, too. Next up, Love, Death, and Robots. Season 3 premiered on Netflix May 20th. This is a peak adult animated anthological series that features various short stories that cover almost all genres, to be honest. It's very easy to watch and highly bingeable. And I mean, the artwork itself, it's ridiculous. Just get into that. If you don't listen to me for anything else, listen for this one. It won't take up too much of your time, so there's not that much of an investment. Oh, another sleeper. <laughs> I say everything's a sleeper because it's just kind of like there isn't buzz generated for certain shows, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. They tend to hype up shows that fit into a specific bucket that they know it may do well or whatever stereotypical sense, or just it has the elements of a hit show. Flatbush Misdemeanors is another Showtime show. Showtime show? That sounds crazy. It returns with season two on Juneteenth, Sunday, June 19th. Heavy <laughs> satirical comedy about roommates in Brooklyn. I'll just leave it at that and let you get into it because it's, it's very funny. Big shout out to Yamanika. It's just watch it. One of the characters is a teacher and the other one I don't even want to say he couch surfs he's an artist he's struggling I can't even say starving that man is on struggle mode but yeah get into it definitely worth it very funny and another one on my list that I'm kind of excited about is the Upshaws returning to Netflix for season two on June 29th very dope because I thought they would give this the cancel treatment kind of how Netflix does when it comes to shows <laughs> but there are too many faves in this series. It was created by Regina Hicks and Wanda Sykes, Mike Epps, Kim Fields, and Paige Kennedy starring it. I mean, at this point, do you really need that more convincing to check it out? It's a sitcom depicting a family in Indiana. It has a very realistic approach and like your standard sitcom of the day or even older sitcoms. You know how they kind of had that cheesy, very problem is presented how are we going to come up with a solution before the 30 minutes are up and all these commercial breaks in between? Yeah, yeah none of that. That's what surprised me about it. But it, it is always nice to have a Black sitcom that is solid and not imbued with stereotypical tropes and just that overall corniness. That's not what this is at all. It's very well written and just put together. It's good. I don't want to say it's a sleeper because I've said that too much, but it is because I was thinking Netflix was going to sleep on it and not do anything with it and just cut it out. But I'm glad they did give them a season two. Get into the Upshaws. So now moving on to new series. These two specifically are premiering on Disney+. Plus. Miss Marvel, it premiered today, June 8th. We get a series focusing on Captain Marvel fanatic Kamala Khan, finally. This is a six episode run that will take us to our next hero. She-Hulk, attorney at law. No, unfortunately not Maxine Shaw. 
If you know, you know. Later this summer, it premieres on August 17th. Introducing Jennifer Walters and further opening up the Marvel Universe. I feel like when it comes to Marvel, oof, especially this year, <laughs> they're still catching up because they're in that pandemic funk of pushbacks and everything, which is fine. It's okay. But we're kind of in the period of build up for the next phase of MCU, obviously. And I'm pretty sure we all know what we're going to get, especially basically seeing WandaVision featuring Doctor Strange last month. And anyway... <laughs> I mean, you wonder why you didn't get a review? You know Doctor Strange is literally my favorite, so whatever. We're, we're going to move past that. Positivity, guys. Positivity. You know, let me not roast them too much. But another new series I'm looking forward to is Resident Evil on Netflix. Of course, zombies made the list. What, what did you think? Duh. Premiering on July 14th. This is going to be eight episodes of Chaos. The production looks great in the trailers, so I'm hoping they uphold that look. And it's not just straight up CGI. I mean, it's going to be CGI. I mean, zombies do exist. No, they don't. <laughs> I hope it's not corny, but it looks very solid in the trailer. So I'm kind of excited to get into that and see how they play it out. It doesn't look... Everything's corny to me. It doesn't look corny how some interpretations of Resident Evil have looked in the past, I will say. So definitely looking forward to that. Oh, and since we're on Netflix, a couple of other random bonuses, since Netflix is flexing for um, the content these days and flexing your bills, a lot of comedy specials are dropping. Be on the lookout for Snoop, Bill Burr, Pete Davidson, a lot of tributes and honor specials, but they did a lot of work during Netflix as a joke festival. New content is on Z-Way. And on the other hand, Classic content is also on the way because on the first official day of summer, June 21st, Keenan and Kel and all of that are coming to Netflix. Tell me I don't sound corny, but <laughs> these are nice throwbacks on top of the other content that's coming. And I mean, th these are shows that you just leave on, but ah, man, shows aren't the same. What do kids watch and actually enjoy now that <laughs> is like as good as what we were watching then? I, I don't see it. But luckily, you can see it on June 21st. <laughs> now moving on to motion pictures. If you're comfortable hitting the theaters, of course. Another shout out to Alamo, my favorite. Bob's Burgers, of course. Check out the spoiler-free review episode if you have not already. Link is going to be in the description, of course, because I help you help yourselves. I recommended it then, and I'm going to recommend it again. Even if you are not an avid watcher of the series, it's just a good time. Honestly, if you really just want to go to the movies or just watch something that is solid, enjoyable, not too long. In comparison to other movies, <laughs> that pause was not necessary. But yeah, comparison to other movies, it's not too long, but it's still a good time. Jurassic Park Dominion releases this week on Friday, June 10th. It's Jurassic Park. Come on. Along with like a wildly ensemble cast. At first I wasn't too sure. Of course, I'm just like, oh, this looks corny. Everything is corny. There I go again. But <laughs> I wasn't even, this wasn't even mine for me to go see, to be honest. And I'm not even going to lie and say like, yeah, it's Jurassic Park. I was going to go see it regardless. Like, no, not really. I was convinced after feeling and seeing the trailer in theaters. Yeah, they got me. It just looks good. Like the effects look ridiculous and you're just like man <laughs> and you remember originally how much you were wild back then in the 90s watching the original Jurassic Park and the practical effects that we had to deal with then 
in comparison to now and what they can do with CGI, it's, come on. It just looks good. I hope it is good. It's like two hours and 20 minutes. If you do venture to a theater, make it a comfortable one. These movies are just getting longer. I expected nothing less from Jurassic Park, to be honest, just because blockbuster, you you know it's going to be a freaking blockbuster. Make it a comfortable theater. Preferably with, you know, reclining seats, actual food that you can order, restaurant type thing. <laughs> Whatever. It's the experience, all right? Alamo's going to get an episode <laughs> in these days, I swear. Even if it's two minutes, me yelling I love Alamo, but yeah, whatever. Next up on the list is Lightyear, which releases on June 17th. Of course, a Toy Story spinoff featuring Buzz Lightyear. Who asked for this? Not me. Honestly, <laughs> the animation looks great, so I can't even front on that part. Not enough to convince me to go see it in theaters, unless niece and nephews want to go, but... I think I'm just going to wait for this to hit Disney Plus, to be honest. Because, yeah, I haven't even seen Toy Story 4. Is that the latest one? I'm going to just be quiet because I feel like... Mm. Anyway, I mean, I'm here for Pixar, but yeah, I'm going to just wait till it gets on Disney Plus. Positivity. Up next is The Black Phone. Now, this movie looks interesting for a thriller. I'm not going to classify this as a horror, but it gives me the Lovely Bones vibes. <sighs> Do I want to give you this synopsis? I mean, it's dark, but whatever. Basically, a kid gets kidnapped and it has to communicate with the dead to, yeah. Sounds so dark, but it, I mean, yeah. This releases on June 24th. This is a maybe, maybe not for me. Either way, it still looked interesting. But again, it's just my affinity for true crime that had me interested in it. Because at first I was like, oh, okay, this is different. But then for me, when it comes to my horror and thrillers, I'm not really that big of a fan of supernatural entities and stuff like that. Because it's way overdone and it's so easy. And I miss Wes Craven for his originality and storytelling. But let's not get into that. Horror, guys. Anyway, but... <laughs> I'm not gonna say like stories haven't been great since then but you know it's tough out here for horror and thrillers it's very few and far between but this looks pretty decent next up another one for the kids minions the rise of Gru. this releases on july 1st clearly a despicable me spinoff that is going to do numbers and go crazy on the holiday weekend very smart for that drop date i mean you pretty much know what you're gonna get evil geniuses plots jokes fun one for the kids Marvel Summer Drop, of course. Thor Love and Thunder releases on July 8th. This is the third installment of the Thor series. I mean, it's Marvel. Do you really need convincing to go watch this? Let me not say that. Clearly, based on what I just said about Doctor Strange. So, you know what? See it if you want to. You know what you're getting into when it comes to Thor, to be honest. So I can't even be, like, too hard on him. It's not a... He's not one of the more serious heroes i'll say so it's gonna be fun and it's chris helmsworth just just go watch it last but definitely not least nope on july 22nd probably what i'm looking forward to the most by far horror suspense thriller of course from jordan peele not much info on the plot has been given so it just adds to the alert and anticipation of this film of course Again, solid cast. Kiki Palmer, Daniel Kaluuya, Steven Yoon. I think even Barbie Ferreira's in it too. Either way, clearly, typically doesn't miss when it comes to casting. So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with this one. But it's been a couple years and I'm definitely excited to see what happened. I mean, I liked what they did with Candyman. Even though a lot of people didn't like it. It was one of the... Okay. It's horror, man. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's one of my favorite genres. I'm sorry. Aside from comedy. But I feel like they didn't bungle that one. And I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> all in all, hopefully you're able to check out these recommendations. Expect reviews. Well, you know what? Let me not do that to myself. At least for some of them. <laughs> This is a solid list for shows and movies alike. Let me know what you're looking forward to seeing, what you're watching, what may or may not have made the list, and perhaps I'll check it out depending on the plot. Sometimes I just, come on now. If the trailer is not doing what it's supposed to do, it may be a hard sell for me, but I'll at least check it out. As always, you can leave us a message using the Anchor app or anchor.com slash revive mode. Engage with the Spotify app listener poll and Q&A. Who knows, your input might be pinned at the top if you're into that type of thing. If you're not, I'm going to pin it anyway. Also on social, Instagram and Twitter, or directly on verbalvibemode.com. See you next week.